Let's take a quick break and hear from today's show sponsor. Are you struggling to close deals? Cold outreach can be a slow and brutal process. And in many scenarios, it's just wasting the time of both the buyer and the seller, especially when business owners who are trying to find qualified buyers are using inaccurate and outdated data. But it doesn't have to be this way. With LinkedIn Sales Navigator, your organization can overcome these challenges by leveraging this amazing technology and platform that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights and sales. These deeper insights empower sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers, which leads to much better outcomes like building a bigger pipeline with real customers leading to higher win rates and conversions, and of course, larger deals and paydays all around. We call this deep sales and LinkedIn has built the first deep sales platform with the next generation of LinkedIn sales navigator. Right now, our Millionaire Mindcast family has an amazing opportunity to try LinkedIn sales navigator and get a 60 day free trial at linkedin.com forward slash mindcast. That's linkedin.com forward slash mindcast for a 60 day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com forward slash mindcast and get started. Welcome to the Millionaire Mindcast, where we broadcast weekly interviews with millionaire minds from across the globe to empower you on your journey of unlocking a rich and fulfilling life. It's time to unleash your millionaire within. Now, here's your host, Maddie A. What's going on, guys? Welcome into today's show. Mr. Breedwell, Maddie A., your host for Wealth Building Wednesday, where we talk all things money. We got some great updates for you guys on markets, real estate, financial. And one thing that we're going to be talking about today that um, we've gotten a lot of questions on this and we haven't covered it. And we're going to do that today on how you can use the infinite banking concept, how you can use the vehicle of life insurance to not only build your wealth and your real estate investment portfolio, but how you can do it tax-free and ultimately using the money out of your life insurance plan to fund the growth of your investment portfolio. So we'll be talking about that a little bit later in today's episode. Mr. Breedwell, how we doing? Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Sound like Kanye West right now. How are y'all doing, man? Um, doing good. Watched a little bit of football last night. Had some uh, some good... Uh, fantasy lineups that worked out. So always, always fun when you're watching your games and your lineups are working out. It's like, yeah, it's like Backing a win and racking, racking, huh? Got oh, you know, I, I did like a $1 fantasy bet that turned into 18. So, you know, 1900, 1900% uh, rate of return. What can, what more could you expect from, from your financial? Big in. Right? Yep. Um, mar stock market. Uh, we have a kind of a, a pretty basic week uh, today. We had some consumer sentiment numbers last week that came out that were that were uh, to what they were expected essentially. Um, this week we have, um, I think it's continuing claims coming out. Um, the sentiment is that there's going to be less people on continuing claims at the same hash rate that it has been for the past uh, month and weeks, which is another positive. Um, 
job market is looking really uh, stout. There's less and less and less jobs nationwide that pay $15 or less. And that's good because um, although in the short term, there'll be a squeeze on small and medium-sized businesses, as I'm sure you are feeling yourself, what it'll do is it'll give consumers more money to spend. And the idea is in good times and in in a um, kind of a new bull market or a good economy that we believe that we're in, that'll encourage people to spend those extra dollars on travel, on leisure, on a new car, on a refinance of a loan or something. They'll, they'll have more money to spend. So that's kind of the idea behind it. Um, we're still really bullish um, for a good end of the year. I think we're going to get a really good Santa Claus rally starting around Thanksgiving and moving all the way through the end of the year. And then per usual on January and February, we should get a little maybe tiny pullback or we should get that run through the beginning of the spring and then get a pullback at the beginning of summer before we have another rally through the end of the year. Um, so it's looking good. I uh, have a lot of happy clients. I can tell you that. Well, for those that want to uh, be investing and want to know what Ryan and his team can provide for you, uh, one of the things that they provide for all our Millionaire Mindcast listeners free of charge is a financial x-ray where they will go through your investment portfolio, take a look at all your allocations based on your goals, based on what you're trying to accomplish. And when you want to accomplish those things, give you the feedback of you know, one, are you allocated properly? You know, what should you potentially be doing um, or could be exploring as well as, you know, most importantly, I think one of the things is making sure that you're not getting overcharged or overfeed, uh, which is something that's very common, you know, um, amongst uh, financial advisors in your arena. So if you guys want more information on that, you can always text the word X-ray to 844-447-1555. This last week, I got back from um, Miami. And, I know. It looks so cool. Oh, dude. It was... Uh, so I was out there for those... Did you go to Fontainebleau? We didn't have it. Dude, we literally... I it mean, looked... It always looks like a party everywhere. So I can never tell where, where anybody... Yeah, I mean, Miami is a party. It's a vibe. Yeah. I've, I've never... So I've been all over Florida. Never been to Miami Beach and didn't know what nice. to expect. Uh, one, Miami itself, the downtown area, I was shocked with how many skyscrapers and how badass their downtown area the is, which is ones, huh? Yeah. Which is What's that separate. called? What's that style called where they're all like that glass shiny? Do you know what that's called? Mm, I mean, baller besides baller. Yeah. Besides baller. I <laughs> to be honest, I don't, um, I, it, you know, it, it really, uh, so there's the separation of the downtown versus like Miami beach. And those are, yeah, I mean, it was very interesting to kind of see the separation of the two. I thought they were, there were one, but man, South Beach in Miami was just, um, it was a vibe. It was a mood. So we, we literally touched down at six, got to the hotel by six 30 and the event started at seven. So, I mean, I throw on my, my suit and, you know, got, got to the event and, um, basically the, the hotel operating company SLS, um, they're called SBE. They were purchased by a core. Uh, every year they throw what they call a taste of SBE, which is essentially all of their custom brands for their food and beverage. So, you know, their their Chinese, you know, specialty restaurant, their, you know, sushi restaurant, their steak restaurant, their Mexican restaurant, like all the different brands they have under their umbrella for food and beverages. They bring all of their chefs 
to Miami to basically showcase all of the best food, all the best drinks and spirits. Um, and they throw this fat party. And for all of their kind of hotel owners, their vendors, you know, people like that. And so it was really cool to um, one, try all the food. And, you know, this is the fun part of hospitality, right? You get to, you know, Fatty Matty gets to stuff his face and uh, network and, and chat with a bunch of people. And uh, man, we met some insane, like one guy was building a hotel with Lenny Kravitz um, and SLS was going to be the operator. Uh, same thing with another guy who has developed over 500 million dollars in real estate on the Miami Strip. And he's doing his first hotel um, in... Uh, oh, I'm sorry, five billion. Um, but he's doing millions good. But... Yeah, no, five billion is what um he built the the Miami World Trade Center. Um, which was and they're doing uh now a hotel inside of that building. So it was just really cool to kind of network and level up with you know some of these these big players. And I mean, ultimately, that's you know I made a post yesterday. That's that's what you want to be doing, right? Is like always finding ways to level up, level up yep. your network, level up your income, like level up your wealth, um, which is something that we obviously are always talking about here on the show. And we're going to talk about how to do that today through the infinite banking concept. But overall, it was just, uh, it was a really great trip. Um, and it was, you know, fun to, you know, meet and network with new people. And as I was reflecting back, I kind of shared a couple of things. Like somebody asked me, Man, did you did you think you would be, you know, if I asked you this five years ago, you'd you'd be a hotel owner and like building hotels, what would you say? And I told him, like, I'd tell you you're crazy. You know, like five years ago, I was flipping two houses. years ago. I could have told you that when I yeah. sat down with you a few years back at lunch, I knew you weren't that wasn't the gig. Yeah. And so I think you know, I was reflecting on my my flight home because. I started off as an intern and worked for somebody for free for a year. I, you know, flipped houses. I started, you know, buying commercial strip centers and like the journey has continuously evolved and you know some of the things that at least kind of hit me while I was taking this moment of reflection was like number 1 don't forget how quickly things can change and how much you can achieve when you're really willing to just take consistent action and and keep hitting the ground every single day cuz there was a lot of times where i doubted myself or you know it was a, a bad day or a bad week or a bad month right but if you just keep putting one foot in front of the other and i think that really ties into what we talk about in the investment world, right? Like you don't have a good day in the market every single day or every single no. week or every single month, but over the lifespan of this timeline of life or business or investing, right? You do the right things over a consistent period of time, you know, with that consistent action towards a clear goal, you can really cover some amazing ground, which we've done in my investment portfolio, which I've seen you do with other people. And it, and it kind of reminded me of that in my own real estate investment journey. Number two, the other thing that came to mind was like, risk is a necessary variable in the equation of leading an epic life. You know, failure is inevitable for anybody. So you might as well like go and fail forward at something big, something that gets you out of bed every day, something that really fires you up instead of going and failing at, you know, small, basic, boring, monotonous, mediocre type shit. Like really go after taking some big risks, but take those calculated risks, right? You help me take calculated risks in the markets. 
I help you take calculated risks in real estate. Mm -hmm. And that is something where, you know, kind of led into the third one, which was like the team, how critical, especially over the course of the last couple of years, I've really honed in and and realized that the right people in your life, they're going to accelerate your learning. They're going to accelerate your network. They're going to accelerate your wealth. They're going to accelerate your results, you know, and, and when you have the right people around you, it makes it so much more fun. It makes it so much more rewarding and fun, right? You can share it with somebody. Absolutely. Which is why we love our Millionaire Mindcast community. You know, having you guys text in every single week and say, what up? Say hi, say what you're doing in your world, asking questions, you know, getting financial x-rays and connecting with Ryan and his team, you know, texting deals. And, you know, for my credit investors that are, you know, I've connected with so many of you over the course of the last couple months that are investing in the hotel tell or investing in other different syndication opportunities, like doing and building with the right people can make not only all the difference for the bottom line, but more importantly, the stuff that isn't on the PL or the balance sheet, like doing life with people that are badass and that bring the best out of you, even more rewarding and rich. Uh, number four was like, always stay humble. You know, like I, there was a couple people in this booth. We had this private booth by the pool, um, right next to the DJ. And you know, some of the people that had the most insane resumes were the most humble people. And then there were some of the people that you know were flexing. You could tell they had a ton of ego and really like, uh, who is that guy? Oh, that guy is da 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 da. Like he's he's really a nobody. Blah blah blah. Right? Or like not many people like him. Right? And it's always like the people who stay humble and really stay curious. Ask questions, find ways to selflessly add value to others. Those are always the people who are the most impactful, right? That at least I know I want to be around. I want to surround myself with. And then the last one was, man, dream bigger. Like as many times as I heard that, right? And I'm, I've actually like felt that it's resonated with me. Like think bigger, think bigger. You can only think as big as you can think, right? But every kind of iteration of like, when you break through a ceiling and it becomes your new floor, you're like, man, I wasn't thinking big enough. Like what's next? What's bigger? Because when you do those things and you keep pursuing what bigger looks like in all areas of your life, yeah, there's failures for sure. Yeah, you fall on your face, but it also forces you to discover the best you as a result. Like it brings out that growth that you wouldn't get if you weren't putting yourself under that pressure. And so when I was just kind of like thinking back on, you know, this journey of real estate and this journey of like, understanding the financial market, financial literacy, you know, all of those things that I just mentioned, they all apply to where I was at five years ago and also where I'm at today. It just looks a little bit differently, right? And so you always have to keep challenging yourself. And that's why I love having these kind of conversations with you is because there's always something that we're sharpening the ax on, right? And there's always something that you can be learning, something you can be doing. And most importantly, I think, you know, doing it with the right people is, is a very critical piece that you got to put an asterisk next to. So if you guys haven't reached out to us yet and said, what up, shoot us a text at 844-447-1555. If you guys uh, haven't taken advantage of the free financial x-ray or gotten on my syndication uh, list, if you're looking for more passive income investment opportunities and you're an accredited investor, text the word deals text the word x-ray to 844-447-1555. And if you guys enjoy the show, um, if you guys enjoy you know, the banter, the shit talking, all the fun that we like to have on this show, um, and you like to build wealth, not just right in your bank account, but you're somebody that really is being intentional about building wealth in all areas of your life, 
um, then uh, all we ask is that you subscribe, leave a review on iTunes. It means the world to us. With that being said, Mr. Breedwell, what are we seeing in the markets here today? So like I was saying at the beginning of the podcast, it's kind of a little bit of a choppy morning. Um, I wouldn't, I would not be shocked if we ended either way. Um, kind of looks like a cup and handle a little bit on the NASDAQ and the S&P this morning. The uh, Dow Jones, so like value stock and larger companies that are a little more established, not so much growth stock. Looks like it's doing uh, pretty good today. We had Empire State Manufacturing come out well above expected, almost uh, 50%, 150% of, of expectations. So that means that there's good manufacturing going on, which means that there's jobs to be had, which is good. Um, so that's likely why the Dow Jones is doing good um, today. The um, We uh, saw a spike in uh, gold pricing, uh, gold value, excuse me, per ounce uh, due to the inflation numbers last week. Um, I think that that's still nothing crazy. You know, it's a five month high for the value of gold, but gold is still a boom bust commodity. And I'm still not a huge, 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 huge fan of it. We own it, but I'm not a huge, huge, huge fan of it. Um, and other than that, just a well diversified portfolio should be doing pretty good today. Uh, Dollar Tree uh, beat uh, expectations. So they're up around 14, 15% at the time of this podcast recording. Um, Tesla is still continuing and continuing to dive uh, due to the uh, kind of banter back and forth. And Elon Musk actually is selling some stock. Um, so that's causing the price to readjust down. How much did he end up selling? I heard $1 billion, I heard $5 billion. We'll have to wait until it's done for all the filings to be added up. Um, but, you know, it'll probably be around $7 billion, I think is what he's going to end up selling. Um, and... It's it's kind of funny because it's making a lot of other people lose value in their accounts due to that. Now, in my opinion, if you're long a stock that doesn't mean anything, it's a good time to re-enter because, um, and I'm not talking specifically about Tesla, I'm just saying generally on a pullback, because if something is pulling back and it's a good you know stock long-term, it's just on discount. It's going to go to that. You have an opportunity to reenter at a at a dot at a dip. So, you know, I'm not saying always buy the dip, but on companies that have a long term uh, trajectory, that's all, that's a very good idea. So, kind of a plain Jane day in the market. Um, I think we're going to have a really good week. Um, cryptos kind of had a good weekend, and it pulled back, and it's kind of stabilizing. Bitcoin's price is continuing to contract. Still a fan of Ethereum. Um, Bitcoin is at, uh, at least as of this morning, let me check here. We're looking at uh, Bitcoin is at 64.4 as of Monday morning, November 15th. Got it. And I just, you know, the nice thing about Bitcoin is it, um, it did essentially what a lot of tech stocks did over the past month. But on the last, over the last week, it's down almost 2%. Yep. Yep. We are seeing some, uh, at least let's see, over the last week, Ethereum has dropped about 2%. Over the last 30 days, it's up 20%. So last month, it's had a pretty good month. If you look at that compared to Bitcoin, I think Bitcoin was up, what, 13%? And I think Ethereum was up almost 21 Bitcoin is at at least over the last 30 days, uh, 6.4%. Yeah, so 
the adoption of Ethereum, what I've been saying for you know a while on the podcast, is starting to become more and more evident because everything is getting built with with Ethereum, mm. you know, as the as the functioning token and or or uh, blockchain. There's nothing built with Bitcoin. Again, the only reason people buy Bitcoin is because the scarcity of it allows the price to move up very quickly. Yeah. Just, you know. Technical trader analyst uh, targets Bitcoin to trade near 100,000 in the next few weeks. What are your thoughts on that? Um. It hit an all-time high of what, 68, 742 um, over the course of the last week, which obviously we've seen that pullback. You've been hearing, you know, the the crypto bulls or maybe the Bitcoin bulls continue to say that it's going to, you know, it's going to get close to 100, if not break 100. We've been hearing that really for a couple of years now. But what are you guys seeing? Is, is there actual merit behind some of those claims from what, you know, some of your analysts have seen? I don't think so. I think that that's just another opinion, just like somebody's going to say this week the stock market's going to crash. So I think that that falls in the same category as that information. Uh, good to read while on the toilet. Yeah. Well, we've heard the the one reality of this year in crypto is that a lot of people have made a lot of money, whether it's in Bitcoin and you know, really a lot of different coins, right? Especially a lot of the kind of pump and dump scam coins. But at the end of the day, people have made a, a good amount of money for the investor or the person that is very bullish on crypto, um, that has had a really good year. You know, we've seen, you know, hedge fund traders like Kyle Bass, you know, kind of at least give some information or suggestions around maybe it's time to diversify, take some of those chips off the table and reallocate. What are your thoughts on that? I would um, I would have done it a while ago and yeah, I would have missed out on some profit, right? But I wouldn't have because the things I would have bought have done well also and are a little just more tangible. To me, when I buy something, I want to have ownership in something versus just buying nothing and it, my nothing goes up in value because I have a stake in nothing. That's a big problem I still have with Bitcoin is you just don't own anything still. Um, at least when I have a stock, I own a percentage of their cash flow if they have it. I own a percentage of the company based on the percentage of stock that I own. So it's actually something. It's stock. <laughs> um, so I still prefer owning uh, individual equities over crypto. I do have a crypto portfolio. I've told you, I mean, it is minimal, less than $10,000, guys. I really don't play around in crypto too much because nobody knows what to do. And anybody that says they do is just not being honest with you. Um, you know, it's funny. Um, so I was in Miami um, with my partner on partner Jake on the um, San Antonio hotel, and he got his, his master's um, and international real estate development um, from I forget, FIU, the Florida Institute, Florida International University of, of Real Estate, or something like that. And so every time he goes to Miami, he goes and he meets with the dean. And this guy's got two PhDs in finance and economics and all of these things. And um, you know, one of the things that he was talking about as well, he was like, "I don't care." I talked to some of the smartest people in the world. 
And I still have yet to have like an extremely intelligent and simplified and understandable conversation around cryptocurrency. Like nobody can outside of the kind of the cultish conversation of like disrupting, right? Uh, the, I guess, governance and, and sovereignty of, of fiat currency, like no, nobody really can have a very logical, sensical conversation around how it's a good thing and how people, you know, the, the common person, right, can, can benefit and utilize cryptocurrency as we do, let's say, the US dollar today. Because it just doesn't have the same utility and it's, its adoption is not to the same level. It's not, it's just not, I don't know how, I don't know how else to have common sense, but just to tell people, it's just not, and it's not going to, and you know, I'll sit here and be hated by the haters. We need to get a, I think we should, because we've had a couple people, we definitely need to get like a cryptocurrency quote unquote expert, whatever that means nowadays. Somebody that has a lot of influence, a, a strong track record around it and get them on the show for, uh, I think what would be a very um, high energy conversation between the two of you. Yes. It would be extremely, it would be a, uh... Difference of opinions, I'm sure. So just a quick update for you guys in terms of what are we seeing in the real estate market? You know, we we continue to hear, um, you know, the at least conversation and whispers of the Fed increasing interest rates um, by the end of the year or at least sometime early in 2022, which at the end of the day, they have to, they, they just have to like, if you, if you understand basic economics, um, yield curve with where, with where we're at in terms of inflation and, you know, the quantitative easing that, you know, of course the, the Dems and, you know, the accountability around where that money is being spent, um, that the Fed ultimately has to raise rates. Um, so with that being said, that's not a bad thing. Um, but there will be right ripple effects as that happens, but they're doing it strategically. So I think the real estate market is still holding relatively strong. What I think is going to be interesting is to continue to pay attention to affordability and and really like wage growth based on this reshuffling of where we're seeing a lot of wages at in different industries, new ones coming into play, um, old ones going extinct, and obviously kind of the restructuring of you know current ones that are, are still relevant, understanding how people's wages and, and the growth ties into their ability to afford housing, as well as if there's any other distressing you know, variables that put inventory and supply onto the market. So as of right now, you know, we're not seeing a ton of that yet. We could updates in terms of forbearance, right? The amount of homes that were in some type of assistance, mortgage assistance, you know, program, um, according to Black Knight, 
uh, McDash Flash Daily Mortgage Performance data set, which covers more than 197 million home loans and home equity data on more than 27 million loans and lines of credit, the number of loans in active forbearance fell by 123,000 or 10.8%. So that's the for the first time since the start of the pandemic, the number of homes in a forbearance plan has fallen below the 2% mark, which is really good. Overall, that's trending down. And that's something that shows, right? People are starting to stabilize a little bit um, and, and, and pull out of some of these assistance programs. So that's something that we're starting to see. We're also starting to see some of the rent relief um, you know, money get pushed back into the hands of landlords. So that's something that you know could have a positive on um, the overall impact, you know, overall market impact of people flooding distressed assets back into the market. I just don't see that. Are you interested in boosting your income by an extra $50,000 this year? If so, you're going to love what I've got in store for you. I am beyond excited to officially announce an incredible opportunity to join me in my exclusive mastermind, which will include myself and 25 other hand-selected investors who are actively pursuing commercial real estate in 2024 and want to be held accountable to making sure they buy their first or their next commercial real estate investment property that will net them a minimum of $50,000 a year. This mastermind group will not only teach you how to do that, how to find, how to analyze, how to structure and buy these types of commercial real estate investment properties, but you'll also have an opportunity to be a part of an intimate group of high achievers that are going to take your network and your resources to a whole nother level. But here's the catch. Like I mentioned before, this is exclusive. We're only selecting 25 ambitious individuals for our founding members group who are serious and ready to take that next step in their commercial real estate investing journey. So if you are ready to increase your passive income by at least $50,000 in the next year with commercial real estate investing, then this is your moment. These spaces are gonna fill up fast. And trust me, this is the one and only time to be a founding member, which comes with some pretty special benefits. So head over to myfirst50k.com and submit your application now. Again, that's myfirst50k.com. You can head over there, check out the program, see everything that it entails, submit your application to join, and I can't wait to connect with you soon. So it's going to be very interesting to see how this rate bump ultimately impacts demand. Days on market are still low. Inventory supply is still low. All the normal data points that we talk about tracking guys, right, is all very, very low compared to historical norms. So with that being said, you know, we're still in a seller's market. And if you are, you know, long-term buy and holder, right? Now is an amazing time to be able to still leverage cheap debt, you know, cheap money and, and go and create, you know, a delta there in terms of a return that makes financial sense for you. Um, so that kind of leads into what I wanted to finish the episode on today, which is how do you build your wealth? How do you increase your mailbox money and your passive income through this vehicle called life insurance? So, real quick. Give us the kind of basic um, understanding of why do people use and leverage life insurance as a whole? And then let's narrow the scope down to how it can be leveraged properly for 
you know, building your investment, real estate investment portfolio. Specifically, we're going to talk about today how to use life insurance to burr real estate, have no money into the asset, get the positive cash flow, put the gains back into your your life insurance vehicle and rinse and repeat that process over and over. So let's back up and let's talk about at least real quick, why do people get life insurance and what is its main purpose? Most, you know, the basic purpose of life insurance, obviously, is to insure your life. It's right there in the name, life insurance. So if something were to happen to you, uh, your family would get a tax-free death benefit. There's some living benefits as far as long-term care, critical care, um, and some other items that are good for when you're older. And it's nice to get that hashed out now. But there's a way that you can use the policies that a lot of people do that are higher income earners like myself, like yourself, like other people you know, like other people that I know. And if the uh, policy is structured uh, correctly, it can be overfunded and then leveraged to use that money to purchase real estate. In our example today, in a Burr method, where we would buy something to renovate it. Um, and when we take a loan out of our life insurance policy, one of the unique features of it is it can continue to earn interest um, as if it was not loaned out of your life insurance policy. And so if we have a loan interest rate, let's call it of 4 or 3 or 5%, let's call it 3% because that's the current rate, and we earn an interest rate of 10%, the spread on that is seven. So the delta that we would get paid is a 7% positive arbitrage. And what is unique about that is we would be using that money in our example to purchase a piece of real estate that we would eventually refinance, take back our original money out tax-free tax-free, and put it back into our policy, maybe with a little bit of earnings. So normally what I say is whatever you put into the policy, you take that plus 10%. So if we used a $50,000 example, we put $50,000 in, take back out 55000 at least and put it back into our insurance policy. And then we would take a loan out immediately again, as much as we needed it with that same one bucket of money. There's yeah. no underwriting. There's no, there's no term on the loans. They just, the interest rate um, changes annually and is between three and six percent. Yep, historically around four and a half. And this is what the wealthy do, guys. This is by definition what we call infinite banking, right? You become your own bank, and this is why. If you're somebody that's under fifty and and you don't have a life insurance policy, that is, yeah, the death benefit is great and all. Yeah, knock on wood, you know, I hope I don't die. And if I do, great, I've got this um, kind of safety net in place for my family. But more importantly, if you're not leveraging this to build wealth, to build your investment portfolio, you're really missing an insanely beneficial um, vehicle and how it can ultimately grow. Like, think of if you did one of these every year. And you're doing this with the Burr method, right? So you're putting, taking that money out tax-free, correct? Yep. Tax-free. Out, out of your life insurance policy. And then you're investing that as a down payment into a real estate asset. And then you're doing some type of optimization to that asset, right? The Burr method, right, is buy, renovate, re-rent up at market rate, 
And by renovating, right, not only are you forcing growth into the asset through the condition being improved, you're also through the condition being improved, finding a way to now justify a higher income that can be generated from the asset by getting higher market rents, right? And then by stabilizing that asset through better condition and better income, then, right, the value of the asset is more. Therefore, you can take that back to the bank. You can refinance. Mm -hmm. And of course, right, the key here is you have to force enough growth and equity into the asset to be able to refinance it at an amount that allows you to get all of that cash back out that you used from your life insurance policy as the down payment, get that back out. Now you ultimately have a new loan where the property is still and should be, right? Cash flowing and net positive cash flow. But then you go and take that money that you put in originally, put it back into your policy. Let's say Ryan kind of used the example of 50,000 and let's say hopefully you can get 55,000 out of the burr. Back into your policy, that's tax-free growth on the you know upside that you just captured. Goes back into the policy without any true ramifications tax-wise. And guess what? You not only put five thousand dollars more into your life insurance policy, you now own an asset that just bought you some mailbox money, and now you're going to get all the benefits tax advantages, depreciation, equity growth in the value of an asset that ultimately you don't have any money into. Mm -hmm. That is something that if you did that one time a year, guys, at a bare minimum, right? And let's say you're 30, let's say you're 40, let's say you're 50, let's say you're 60. You did that year after year after year while still having the safety net and all the benefits of the life insurance vehicle, but also more importantly, how you can leverage it to grow your wealth, grow your passive income, and do that tax-free. This is a strategy that I see some of the smartest people, and they're doing it consistently at a bare minimum of just one a year. So you don't need to do anything crazy. I mean, you can go and find, pull $50,000 out, and that becomes a down payment, right? That ultimately would say, allow you to go and buy a $250,000 asset. There's a lot of markets around the country that you can buy a $250,000 asset, right? And go and force growth into it by ensuring that you're going to optimize the condition, optimize the income, and just make sure that the new loan you're going to get, the 75% you know, loan to value of whatever the new value is, right, is going to clear out your initial down payment and maybe then some to then put that money back in. And you do that over and over and over again. And of course, right, if this was easy, everybody would be doing it. And yet at the same time, it's not as difficult as you might think it to be. So that's why I always say, like, if you understand the the board game of Monopoly, right, and you can understand the strategy after you go around it a couple of times, figure out how to play this game in a way that ties into the goals that you're looking to achieve over the next 10 years. And go into it with the crockpot mentality, right? Not the microwave mindset. And just say, if I can get just one of these a year and do this over and over and over again, and I'm not having to pay taxes on all this stuff, and I'm getting all these other ancillary benefits by doing this, this is something that is simple and anybody can do it. And that's why I love... If you already have a policy set up, you can exchange your policy into a proper designed policy, like from an old one to a newer style. Yep. 
which you've, which, which you've done with, time. yeah, I would say, which you've done with a lot of our clients, right? Those who have done the free financial x-ray and yep. got on board and, you know, kind of are just using their life insurance policy as a death benefit instead of a wealth building ecosystem. It's something that you've made shifts and tweaks like you did to mine, you know, and yeah. why we set up like... some additional ones because... Yeah. Right. These are things that I didn't really understand. But being a real estate guy, I'm like, that makes total sense to me. I just didn't know that I could use this vehicle in that way to go out and apply it to the game that I'm playing over here on this side of the fence. Yep. A lot of people don't. And, you know, there's a lot of people that explain it. I know a lot of our listeners have heard it or seen it. Or, you know, the most popular one I see floating around is to use it to buy a car, which you should definitely never pick a loan to buy a depreciating asset. That's a Mm -hmm. loan. No, 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 no. Um, but the um, there, there's a right way to do it. And when done right and when understood and applied properly, it's a really powerful tool to use in conjunction with your other real estate, traditional investments, qualified investments. And then you have this quiver with a ton of arrows that you're kind of ready for any sort of market condition that throws uh, a curveball your way. Yep, absolutely. So guys, if you haven't, well, one, why you're one of the... What What did you get in the country this last year for life insurance? Number four. And the number is just... You know, just I just am tracking the numbers actually as of this morning and I'm at number five right now. So, so right, in around the, the same area for the national production numbers. You're very outspoken in a lot of areas, but when it comes to your badass you know, badassery in, in certain areas of your own business, you're very humble and you don't talk about a lot of these things. But number four in the entire country for life insurance, one of the reasons, I, and I've heard a lot of smart people talk at conferences and private events, and you have been one of the most succinct in terms of simplifying and implementing this process and strategy for me. And so if you guys haven't, again, taken advantage of getting on a phone call with Ryan and his team for the free financial x-ray, I highly recommend it. I don't think there's any downside to it whatsoever. More importantly, what it could unlock for you in terms of your own mindset around how this can be applied to your wealth building journey or just the physical, tactical X's and O's of running the plays and the strategy to implement. This is what him and his team are amazing at doing. So you can text the word x-ray to 844-447-1555 and check that out because I... I think, especially if you're under 50, this is something that everybody should be doing. Um, and if you have especially some disposable income that could be put into that vehicle, but then easily taken right back out and leveraged for your real estate investing goals, you're killing two birds with one stone here. There's a lot of synergies and congruency with the life insurance vehicle, at least for me, being a real estate guy, going out and doing what I do, it doesn't hurt me. It, it, it's only kind of like pouring gasoline on an already burning flame. So I would recommend you guys take advantage of that. And that's ultimately something that I think um, pretty much anyone and any anyone and everyone can can do. So um, with that being said, we got some more updates for you guys next week. Any Mm -hmm. topics, questions, points of discussion that you guys want to ask us or dig in on, text the war or text to us 844-447-1555. And with that being said, see you guys next week. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of Wealth Building Wednesday. Be sure to tune in next week for more news and updates. If you got some value from today's show, all we ask is that you either leave a review on whatever podcasting platform you enjoy listening to this content on, 
or share this with somebody that you know can gain some insight, some value from it. One of the things that you guys know about Ryan and I is, you know, we definitely won't say we have all the answers and we definitely won't say we know it all. We just want to bring conversation to the areas, the topics that we believe are really important to bring attention and awareness to, to help you sharpen your ax, put more tools on your tool belt, weaponize you to make the best decisions that align not only with your financial goals, right, but your lifestyle goals. So if you guys want to take advantage of Ryan's free financial x-ray on your investment portfolio, all you have to do is text the word x-ray to 844-447-1555. Most people have no idea what they're being charged from a fee perspective or really in most cases overcharged and whether or not their current investment plan is actually aligned with what they're trying to accomplish and by when. And this is something Ryan does for all of our listeners for free. So be sure to take them up on that x-ray, one word, 844-447-1555. Also, if you are someone who is serious about building your wealth and you're already kind of established, but you want to surround yourself with other like-minded, high net worth individuals, be sure to text WEALTHCAMP, one word, to 844-447-1555 to learn more about our intimate five-star experiences with other like-minded business owners and investors to cross-pollinate, to hear what they're doing, and to have a whole, a whole hell of a lot of fun while we're doing it. And last, if you want to know more about consulting or getting mentorship directly from me or from Ryan, you can learn more by texting the word MENTOR to 844-447-1555. With that being said, that's all for this week. Until next Keep investing in yourself and your wealth on your march to a million and beyond. Cheers, my friends.